0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Golden Nugget. I am your host of course as always Rob Gold and today we will be talking about some FA cup matches that have happened over the weekend as well as a couple of championship games that featured over the course of the weekend as well. We do have Premier League action coming up this week which has already been predicted from on, on last week's episode on the podcast as well which went up on late thursday as well so it's still available and to obviously to listen to as well if you go if you want to go back to that to listen to the predictions that's where they will be and for this week's this coming week as in tuesday wednesday and thursday there's matches on as well then go into the weekend we will predict for the weekend as well because it is a big big week of football um. So it is, and like I say, you know you've got um obviously a full set of fixtures going into the following week, and that um which obviously of course kicks off on the third of February, which is obviously the Saturday, and that where there's going to be plenty of games to be played and that and plenty of points up for grabs, and that as well. Um, so we will kick things off with, as I say, the FA Cup results over the weekend, starting with. Uh, Thursday's game between Bournemouth and Swansea City. Bournemouth finished 5, Swansea finished 0, 5-0 to Bournemouth. Then Friday's games, as I say, between Chelsea, Arsenal, Villa, Sheffield Wednesday, Coventry, Bristol City, and Forest all finished a draw. Then Spurs and Man City finished Man City 1, Spurs nil, and it was played at White, Hartley, White well Spurs' ground. I... Keep calling it White Hart Lane. It's not White Hart Lane anymore. Um, I think it's just called the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium type of thing now. Like. Um, but it finished one 0 to Manchester City, and they are safely through to the fifth round through thanks to a Nathan Ake idiot minute goal. And all the other three matches there on uh Sat Friday, they're as I say finished. Um, all draws, which meant that they'll be replaced played for those. Which will make things interesting to find out when they are going to be, and then Saturday's matches that you have were Ipswich versus Maidstone, Leeds versus Plymouth, Leicester versus Birmingham, Sheffield United versus Brighton, Everton versus Luton, and Fulham versus Newcastle United. So first of all, Ipswich one, Maidstone United two, Leeds United one, Plymouth Argyle one, Leicester City three, Birmingham City no. Sheffield United 2, Brighton Hove Albion 5, Everton 1, Luton 2, Fulham 0, Newcastle United 2. And that just concludes Saturday's FA Cup fixtures. Um, Birmingham and Middlesbrough were supposed to meet in the championship, but it was postponed because of obviously with Birmingham's participation in the FA Cup then we move on to Sunday's matches Which featured West Brom versus Wolves, Watford versus Southampton, Liverpool versus Norwich and Newport County versus Manchester United uh, We will start off at the Hawthorns where it finished West Bromwich Albion nil, Wolverhampton 1-2 then Watford 1 Southampton 1 Then Liverpool 5 North City 2 and Newport County 2, Manchester United 4. Now, however, the scoreline for Manchester United is matching Newport. So, Manchester United, as I say, went 2 0 up and Newport came back and equalised. And then Manchester United went on to score a third and then the fourth one was scored in injury time in that match, which sealed United's fifth round spot. And we've still got one game being played at the moment on the, in the FA Cup, which is at halftime at the moment, featuring Blackburn and Wrexham. At the moment, the scores are Blackburn 3, Wrexham 1. And that does conclude the FA Cup fourth round matches. So we do have replays of those matches, but as I say, there have been no date as to when they are set as such as of yet. Um, so... As I say, we did have some championship matches there as well. Um, And some of these matches were, from the championship, were QPR versus Huddersfield, which finished 1-1. And we had Millwall versus Preston, which finished 1-1 on Saturday, along with Sunderland and Stoke, which finished 3-1 to Sunderland as well. And, folks, that does conclude the FA Cup portion of the football chat. Uh, and folks, let me know your predictions of who's going to win the Epic Cup as well, because obviously, you know, you've got Liverpool still in it, Manchester City still in it, Manchester United still in it. You know, Chelsea and Phyllis still have to re- play each other in the replay as well. So that will make things interesting, to say the least. Um, and then obviously, with this week, obviously, you've got the Premier League matches during the week so on saturday so as this comes on saturday which is well as, as, as this goes out, this will go out on as i say the thursday beforehand so this will be for for the third of february predictions so we will be doing these live right now as well so kicking things off so i will write them down here as well so we've got everton versus spurs and i think with both teams being knocked out of the fa cup as well i think it's going to be interesting to see where this one plays because and how this one plays out should i say as well because obviously everton at home against spurs early kickoff. <clears throat> they'll want to give something to the fans because obviously letting the feel as if they let the fans down with what happened you know as i say over the weekend with the FA cup matches then you have brighton versus crystal palace as well Again, as I Brighton, who are still in the, the cup as well, obviously they're into the fifth they're into the fifth round. Um of the Cup by beating Sheffield United and that. Um, but I think so prediction wise, i say for these matches so far, I would feel prediction wise Spurs would have too much for for Everton and Brighton again would have too much for Palace. Then you have Burnley against Fulham, so obviously Fulham um I say got knocked out by Newcastle, so they've something that they need to address there uh, from that match. And as I say, it'll be interesting to see from that. Um, Burnley obviously fighting for Premier League survival. Um, I'm going to predict a Burnley home win because they need the points badly. Then we're on to Newcastle, who, as I say, beat. In the FA Cup to, to, to reach the fifth round, play in town who again beat Everton and um, to reach the fifth round. And this one, I would be predicting a uh, Newcastle United win. And um, can't say it being a straightforward win as what people, most people think it would be. But however, Newcastle would be purely favourites for this game. And then Sheffield United versus Aston Villa, again. You know, Sheffield United still have a lot to try and get get for with regards to staying in the Premier League. But I can't see them getting past Aston Villa in this one. So I'm going to have to go for an Aston Villa win. And that's Saturday's fixtures. So we move on to Sunday where we've got big, big games. Big, massive games. So we have Bournemouth against Forest. Bournemouth versus Forest. I think Bournemouth will win that one. Um because like I say, Forest form is not great at all at the minute. So it's not Chelsea play Wolves. Again, not gonna be an easy game. So I'm be- I'm obviously because Chelsea play Liverpool during the week as well, I'm gonna go for a Wolves win for this game. Uh Manchester United versus West Ham. I think, you know, as I say, with United you know, picking up the win there in, in that match, um, as I, you know, I think, you know, I'll give the United confidence about, even though it was only Newport, but it was still, it was still a game that they had to, yeah, uh, that they had to win. Um, but I think United, again, Another game that they have to win is the West Ham game as well. So can I see United Manchester United picking up three points? Yes, but I can see this been a draw as well. So I'm going to go for a draw. Arsenal versus Liverpool at the Emirates. I always go for Liverpool in the so do you, because Liverpool are just on fire at the minute. Um, yes, they have conceded a couple of goals things they got over the past couple of games at the pad but however i just feel that they have they have enough to obviously like you know arsenal haven't had you know that obviously arsenal will be playing during the week but arsenal didn't have to play over the weekend open the epic cup because obviously liverpool put them out in the third round so the fact that you know as i say going into the the, this week's sort of set of fixtures you know people say like you know oh liverpool could lose this league here because to play Chelsea at home, which if I'm honest, I've already predicted this, and I do predict that Liverpool will beat Chelsea, and I think they'll beat them quite comfortably. Because Chelsea are not the team that started off with the start of the season, where you know a couple of games in they were actually not doing too badly, and now they've just fallen apart. Uh, where Liverpool seem to be going from strength to strength, and they've only slipped up in two. Well, they've slipped up. They have, have had a few draws, and, that, and obviously only the one went. The only one defeat. But however, at home, you know the only team that hasn't um, that that has actually stopped them from scoring has been Manchester United, where it and that game finished nil each. But however, I think Liverpool do have enough in the tank um, to beat Chelsea, and I do think they'll have enough in the tank on Sunday uh, to beat Arsenal as well. And then we move on to Monday night's match, which features Brentford against Manchester City. Again, this is going to be another tricky game. Ivan Toney backfiring all cylinders again for Brentford. And I think, and it being at Brentford as well, I think this could be a very hard game for Manchester City. I really do. I mean, Manchester City, they just about squeezed past Spurs in the FA Cup. You know, they've got a, an easier match, you know, during the week. And Man City do, um, which is on, I think it's Wednesday they play. Yeah, so they play Burnley at home. So you would expect to get the three points in that game as well. But however, I just feel that I think Brentford could get something. I really, really do. I don't know if they could get all three points, but Brentford are a very physical team, and that uh, under their manager. So, but sometimes you just don't bet against Man City either. But however, I will be, and I will be going for a Brentford win, and that. So that does conclude the FA Cup um, results um alongside with the premier league predictions for the weekend commencing the 3rd of february which is as i say this coming uh this coming uh saturday i almost got my dates wrong um so yeah so this coming this coming saturday um is the those Premier League predictions um, and like i say you do have The FA Cup match is still going on at the minute, which has just kicked off the second half, which is still Blackburn three, Wrexham, uh, Wrexham one, and that, um, and as I say, obviously you've got Premier League action starting on Tuesday with Nottingham Forest versus Arsenal, Fulham versus Everton, Luton versus Brighton, Palace versus Sheffield United, and Villa versus Newcastle. Then you've got on Wednesday Spurs versus Brentford, Manchester City versus Burnley, Liverpool versus Chelsea, which is obviously the title. The the game of the week sort of thing going into this this weekend and then you've got West Ham against Bournemouth and Wolves against Manchester United as well which as I say have already been predicted uh, from uh, on last week's past episode of the Golden Nugget and folks for those who as I say don't already know I am a part of the Five Marks podcast team as well um, which as I say we also have the weekly controversies uh, podcast, uh, which, as I say, airs on a Friday, and that, um which, as I say, the next episode will be coming up um, this week as well, which will be get which will get interesting, and that, and obviously, um, as I say, Dean and Tony uh, will be running it. But uh, say Dean, he's off uh, for a couple of weeks. He's on holiday. He's on vacation, um so Tony is uh, taking over um, that episode along with. Um, some help from uh, from people he brings into the the conversation. And, that. and obviously we'll be talking um, a lot about Royal the Rumble there as well. So that's why I'm not going to talk too much about what's going on, what happened with the WWE Royal Rumble. But I will just basically sort of, you know, talk slightly about it. So obviously Royal Rumble, WWE Royal Rumble was on Saturday. And I'm just basically going to say how i feel about it um from start to finish so you had the women's royal rumble start off um and as a bit of an interest you know thought like you know oh we'll have, we'll have fun with this type of thing so so a few of us um had kind of you know came, come together and go like okay right we'll predict you know this you know we'll get pick six numbers kind of thing and whoever draws these numbers will be for the women's and for the men's royal rumble I'm gonna we'll have, we'll have, we'll have some fun with it and we did so obviously <clears throat> sitting watching it live and then like, like you know sort of like, like you know messaging the guys and stuff like that going back and forth a wee bit going like you know sort of like you know because I obviously because Bailey came out at number three she was many fav- many people's favorite to win the women's Royal Rumble and, that, and to pick her spot for WrestleMania which she did by eliminating uh, Liv Morgan at the, right at the end as Liv Morgan made a, a return as no, the number 30th entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble um, but I think the big talking point from the Women's Royal Rumble was the return, or sorry not the return, the the debut, the in-ring debut of Jade Cargill who obviously we know who came from AEW and was signed by WWE last year and. Many thought that War Games was going to be where she was going to debut on, uh, but I had it in my mind it would make more sense to debut at the Royal Rumble, which she did. I honestly thought that that's what would happen. Um, I did predict, as I say, even with um, some of the ones on the five marks as well, that, you know, obviously you would have... I actually had Jade Cargill and Naomi as being... Two of the returns I did have Diana Sasha Banks returning but obviously she didn't return um, and things like that but however the men's Royal Rumble I thought was a bit I thought was a wee bit lack of luster um, obviously with Carmelo Hayes come into it and in the Royal Rumble which he's I mean he's a more so on NXT but he has been on Smackdown and things like that um, so again it'll be interesting to see with that and obviously you know you get the call-ups coming up soon again to bring people up to the main rosters and stuff like that but <coughs> excuse me but however i thought there might have been more surprise entrants in the main rumble now people might say like oh but you know you had so many different you know ones to bring up it's like well who were you going to really put in into that spot as a surprise one do you know what i mean but for those who watched the Royal Rumble and know who came into it. So obviously Pat McAfee um was a commentary. He got drawn into being into the Rumble match as well. Which I thought was in my mind I thought, okay, comedy spot, yeah, fair enough. But the fact that he went into the ring, came out of the ring, and then eliminated himself is kind of like well that was a bit of a pointless spot to give to anybody. You know, because at the end of the day, you could have given a spot like that, to, you know, and make it more worthwhile. Like, anybody, even somebody from NXT, bring them in, you know, let them show what they've got, you know, on a mainstay as well. and that, Like, you know, to me, Ilya Drag- Dragunov, I thought could have been brought into this, um, it would have been a perfect one um, for him to come in. But Braun Breaker did come in and did make an appearance, and he was one of the ones who I thought that may show up on this Rumble because he has been on the main roster before, and that been on Raw, <coughs> defending the NXT Championship, and then uh, and then obviously he lost it at one point and then he and he won the again, and things like that. But I thought, I thought the final final four <coughs> in the Rumble. Um. So you obviously you had the likes of Gunther. Um, you had. Um, so you drew McIntyre. It's yeah, and you had, Sam Punk, and Cody Rhodes, and that. Um. And. That. And it was nice to see Braunbreaker in it as well. I think people might think he's a bit boring, but you know, one dimensional, but. Do you know what? He's athletic, he's good, he's getting better on the mic and and um, from what I've seen. And I, and give him give him a shot again on the main roster. Again, you can always switch between brands if needs be. So there's no issue with him going on the NXT if he needs to go on the NXT and things like that. Um, but I do have someone who you just seen there at the corner of your eyes who has made an appearance in the Royal Rumble, who eliminated The Undertaker, and he just happens to be here talking on the show. Hey, Maven, is there anything that you want to say to the folks? I'm back. Well, on this episode anyway. So, Maven, what was your favourite thing about the Royal Rumble that you watched on Saturday? So, my favourite thing was the fact that Bailey won the woman's Royal Rumble because I think she has a potential of winning the championship uh also uh as i say i think the breaker being in the royal rumble was really good Um, but it was so fun so funny with our truth making an appearance in a woman's royal rumble and not i thinking it, and then appearing in the men's and then thinking he was in a tag team match it was brilliant absolute fun spot but i think Cody rhodes definitely deserves to finish a story and against roman reigns and that is how i feel about that thank you golden one that was uh maven uh making an appearance a special guest appearance out of nowhere and uh, and we may be hearing or we may not be hearing from maven again later in the episode um but however as i say going forward obviously raw tonight and that a um, bit of a preview obviously i think. You know, you'll find that Cody Rhodes will come out because obviously now you'll find Cody Rhodes going on SmackDown probably a bit more, and that because of obviously with Roman Reigns being kind of like SmackDown exclusive as such, and they're they're going to have to have a bit of back and forth uh, for that as well, depending on how many times Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns sorry shows up <coughs> on SmackDown as well. Um, but I can see, I can I can definitely see Cody winning at this time. Um, <clears throat> as much as I would like Roman Reigns to keep hold of the title as long as he can. I just. It, it makes sense to finish its story now. Than to not finish its story. And I just think that. As I say. You know that there's still so much More. That the two of them can actually offer even in this second kind of match but i feel that you know as i say it was a straight up one-on-one match the last time this match i don't know if it's going to be so much as a straight up one-on-one match between the two of them but i can just feel that there's something going to happen i don't know what it is but i can just feel that there's something happening that match that involves them too so whether it's going to be a stipulation match or whether somebody's going to return in the match um, I just don't know Um, but it makes it interesting to see now with obviously Raw tonight you've got the elimination chamber coming up in less than a few weeks and it'll seems this seems to be set up where it's going to be the, the Elimination Chamber for the men's one is going to be for the number one contendership <coughs> for Seth Rollins' World Heavyweight Championship. <coughs> where That's where I think CM Punk will win the, in the Elimination Chamber um, where he'll go on to headline um, against Seth Rollins. Whether it'll be the a main event match, I don't know because obviously going into wrestling, you still don't know who's facing who. You know so but for the women's uh, championship obviously it's still to be decided who bailey chooses so could she choose on raw could she choose on smackdown <coughs> and could she pick eosky Um also there's a potential of going for rhea ripley i think that has a bigger to me that, that has a bigger kind of main event feel to it, but the story orientated with Damage Control and with the o Sky would make sense, but I just feel that as I say, you know, she will pick Eo because of that, um, you know, because obviously you've got the uh, the Kabuki Warriors, and you've got Eo as the, the women's champion, Um <clears throat> Bailey still kind of like you know being you know kind of like head you know of the table kind of thing from their side. You know the you know the, the, you know, the Roman things there, but I would rather have Eo still being the champion. I think she's been a very good champion. She's very good in the ring. Is she one that doesn't? Is she one that needs a championship to be good? Do you know what I mean? Because the fans get behind can get behind you, but the fans are behind Bailey as well. But Bailey with being a heel is kinda of like, you know, heel Bailey is so good, but Face Bailey is so good as well. But you wouldn't want to change Bailey the way she is now. After the past couple of years she's had. So but I can see Bailey winning a championship very soon. <clears throat> you know, is Wrestling her moment? I think it could be. But the question is against who will we find out in raw tonight who she could be facing um that is the the question you know as i say depending on who she chooses because she would have to choose some quick because i feel that whoever she doesn't choose they will be in another elimination chamber match for that championship so if <clears throat> if she chose Rhea Ripley, EO Sky will defend her Women's Championship, I would imagine, in the Elimination Chamber match. However, I think, and I think that's one of the reasons why I think it'll happen, because Seth Rollins will defend, he, he won't defend his, but the number one contendership for his championship will be on the line in an Elimination Chamber match. That is why I think she will choose Rhea Ripley. And she will then it will then be EOSky Sky defending against five other women in an elimination chamber match, um, and that way then you could have you know it, it would set up for WrestleMania nicely. So it would because after the elimination chamber match or after the elimination chamber um, premium live event, you won't have another premium live event until <clears throat> until it gets to WrestleMania. Um, but, yes. But, folks, what are your predictions for, you know, who will Bailey choose to go for? Will she choose Rhea or will she choose you? That's going to be the big question. And, again, it looks as if it's settled on who Cody's going for, which seems to be Roman Reigns, um, to finish the story. Again, to those who listen to the podcast, do you think... Cody will finish a story this time or do you think the head of the table Roman Reigns <coughs> will once again reign supreme and walk away as the Undisputed WWE Universal Champion. <coughs> Excuse me. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. But as I say, if I was given the Royal Rumble pay-per-view a or event a rating out of ten, overall I would give it an eight. Um, mainly because of the women's uh, Royal Rumble match, as well as the Fatal Four Way for the Undisputed Universal Championship, which we haven't talked about yet. Because, like I say, we will be discussing that on the weekly controversies. I would imagine so as well in in this week's episode. So I don't want to be talking too much about that, and if those guys are going to be talking about that on theirs as well. Um, but yeah, um, but folks, um, again, I say sometimes I say these episodes can be short. Sometimes it can be a bit longer than usual, but this one's going to be a little bit shorter than usual. Um, so we're coming up to half an hour into this recording, and as I say. Smackdown this coming week, um, which will be uh, reviewed, as I say, for next week's episode and stuff. And obviously, we will talk about what happened this week on Raw going into next week's episode as well. So next week, as I say, we'll be recording it again in and around about the same time as next, you know, as this week. Um, and then, like I say, I'll be taking notes um, for what happened in Raw and uh, tonight and stuff, um, along with. Um as I say, with what's going on with what's happening with Jia Cargill, you know, obviously making her uh, in ring debut, Naomi returning, where does she fit into the, all of this as well? Could they be two of the stars that could possibly in the Elimination Chamber match after returning, along with uh, as I say, Liv Morgan potentially there as well. Um so it will make things interesting. Um as well. I did honestly thought Brock Lesnar would have actually shock in the rumble, but there's a good reason why he may not have been. Um, which again, as I say, um, will be there for another day. Because there's too much to go into that. Where I don't want to start anything. Um, as much as this is a football and wrestling chat um, podcast. I don't want to delve too much into that side of things. <clears throat> as such. Um, because there's just too much to look into um too much to kind of like wrap our heads around what's happened with that um but another another point um actually to do with uh to do with wrestling as well and that is we have um tna um so basically jordan grace had made an appearance on the rumble um, obviously she is the TNT North uh champion and as I say she appeared in the Rumble to a surprise and to a really good evasion as well from um, from what I thought um, but however I did feel that in the stadium as such or in the arena that the fans I thought were very flat like there was just there just didn't seem to be like any reaction to or, or much reaction to anyone coming out even with the surprise entrance and things like that and stuff until they knew who it was or what not coming down and even at that sometimes it was very you know lackluster and I thought that was quite disappointing to sort of see and to hear because. Um, as I say, we had some of the guys from the the weekly controversies and stuff like that, and that they were over at a watch party um over in London uh, for the Royal Rumble. Um and to be honest, the atmosphere there <clears throat> to me felt better than it did in the arena for the Royal Rumble. And that's only with a couple hundred people at least that were there for that. And that says a lot. About some of the fans that appeared to watch the Royal Rumble, do you know what I mean? Because the Royal Rumble is one of the biggest events of the year, not just in like in WWE, but as a whole, like everyone gets look forward to to watch it. Everyone, do you know what I mean? And this is going to be the last one that you're going to be able to watch along with as well, because obviously with WWE now going on to Netflix as such, um, from 2025. Um, which as I say briefly mentioned about as well that as I say that will start in 2025 Um, don't know the details as soon to if it's going to be all the content from WWE so obviously you'll have the likes of your live Raw, your live Smackdown, NXT and things again premium live events but I don't know about the back catalogue of content that WWE has now still currently on the network as to where that will end up being because not everyone follows the, the new stuff as much as WWE would like you to um, but a lot of people still love watching the old stuff back and that you know whether it's for references or whether it's just for like just for something different to watch you know to watch the older style of wrestling to watch the old school kind of thing you know the the attitude era and things like that and stuff but but yeah um but it'll be interesting to see as to see where that all that sort of stuff goes whether it'll go on the netflix and in the subsections or where it goes who knows but as i say we'll find out probably a lot closer to the time as well uh, in the 2025 as to what um, is going on in there um, but folks also just before i pull i come off here i have got so obviously me being the rob gold has got some merchandise uh, available which i will show to the viewers and um, as i say this is on obviously youtube and um, but you'll see these so these are our, the rob gold pens So they have obviously the rob gold, um, as I say, triangle dollar triangle with the RG and the hand up, or sorry, the finger up, should I say? And it's done in gold, and obviously the white background around it as well. Um, also, um, I say getting still getting new t-shirts, um, looked into as well. Just trying to get a, a good price for, uh, for them as well, um. But also um once I get a good de- once I get the design um I will be taking pre-orders first for them before actually ordering um these as well because obviously they're not going to be cheap um, and things like that sort of thing. So I would rather take pre-orders in first for them. Um also to those folks who use Revolut and things like that for um for transfers and things like that. I do also have a Revolut account now, which, um, as I say, obviously this is just a card and that, and this is just my beautiful card, which has Rob Gold on it as well. And that, and that is, that is that. Um, But folks, again, I want to take the time to thank each and every one of you out there who Listen to the podcast, who come on to um, YouTube and check it out and things like that. As I say, obviously, these episodes and stuff, once they're recorded, go out on a Thursday, uh, six o'clock sharp, and that, whenever they get put out on, and they'll be put out on on, for the audio on Spotify and Amazon, and available to watch through YouTube as well. Um, And folks, from me and from Maven, it is goodbye for this episode. Say goodbye Maven. Goodbye, Maven. And uh, that is gonna be us for the evening. And uh, folks, as always, if there's one thing that you already do, that's grant, that's perfect. It's more than what I could want. But if there's one thing that you don't do, and that is to acknowledge me.